Welcome to Zichud Daf Siman Mem. I'm Rabbi Ram Goldar, and today we're in Zechus Rosh Hashanah Daf Yud Beis. The first parak of Rosh Hashanah. The Zechus Rosh Hashanah has been generously sponsored as a schus for Chaya Bas Esther. So the three daps are going to focus on number one, continuing the discussion regarding when the Mabul occurred. The Gemara says that all is well according to Rabbi Yeshua Hainu Dishina. For this, referring to the bring up of Kima by day and the strengthening of the subterranean fountains, is what is meant when the Brisa states that Hashem altered the works of creation. But according to Belezer, what did Hashem alter? The constellation Kima always comes up in the daytime during the month of Marcheshman, and the subterranean fountains are always strengthened during that month. The one answer is that this can be understood according to Rabbi Chista, who said, With a boiling substance, meaning semen, they acted corruptly, and therefore with boiling water, they were punished. This may be derived as follows. It's written regarding the end of the Mabul, and the water subsided. And it's written in Megillah's Esther, and the anger of the king cooled down. Since the word shachach means cools down, this implies that during the Mabul as well, the waters were boiling hot and later cooled down. This is the change in nature that Rebbe Leezer referred to. Pointing to the mission state that the first of Tishrei is Rosh Hashanah for Yerakos, for vegetables. The Gemara here brings a related price to the taught that the first of Tishrei is Rosh Hashanah for Yerakos, Maisos, and Nadarim, for vegetables, Maisros, and vows. The Gemara says that since it's presumed that Yerakos means that it begins the year of Maiso Yarak, the vegetable tithe, why was it necessary to mention it? Hainu Maisros. That's the same thing as saying that it begins the year for Maisros. The Gemara answers that they are not synonymous. The Brites of first teaches that Tisha begins the new year for the Durabanan Chiyuv of tithing vegetables, and then it teaches that it also begins the Duraisa Chiyuv of tithing grain. When the Gemara questions why the Brites did not list the Duraisa Chiyuv first, and then the lesser Chiyuv of tithing vegetables second, it answers, Ari de Since the vegetable tithe is Durabanan, it's especially dear to the Tana, so he mentions it first. The ton of our Mishnah only mentioned the Durabanan, but Kosha came Derisa and relied on her own reasoning that certainly the same applies to grain whose tithing is a Derisa. And point number three, the Gemara digresses to inquire after the source of the rule that in the third and sixth year of the Shemitah cycle, there's no Chiv to take Maishusheni. Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi said, The Torah says, When you have finished tithing every tithe of your produce in the third year, the year of the tithe, the Shnasa Meiser. The use of the single word tithe in this last phrase indicates that this is Shana She'en Ba'ela Meiser Echad, a year that is subject to only one tithe of the two, referring to Meiser Rishon and Meiser Sheni, which are required in other years. How is that? It's subject to Meiser Rishon and Meiser Ani, and Meiser Sheni is Bato. Or perhaps Meiser Rishon should also be Bato, leaving only Meiser Ani. The Torah therefore states elsewhere regarding Meiser Rishon, and to the Levim shall you speak, and you shall say to them, When you take from B'nai Israel that Meiser, that I given to you from them as your inheritance. The Torah makes a hekush of Meiserishon to inheritance. Just as inheritance has no interruption, so to Meiserishon has no interruption, but is received by the Levi every year in the Shemitah cycle. So once again, the three points are number one. Continuing with the discussion regarding when the Mabu occurred, the Gemara says that all is well according to Yeshua Hainu Dishina. For this, referring to the bringing up of Kima by day and the strengthening of the subterranean fountains is what is meant when the Brisa states that Hashem altered the works of creation. But according to Rebbe what did Hashem alter? The constellation Kima always comes up in the daytime during the month of Racheshvan and the subterranean fountains are always strengthened during that month. The Gemara answer is that this can be understood according to Rav Chisu, who said, With a boiling substance, meaning semen, they acted corruptly, and therefore with boiling water they were punished. This may be derived as follows. It's written concerning the end of the Mabul, and the water subsided. 
And it's written in Megillus Esther, Bechamas HaMel Shechacha, and the anger of the king cooled down. Since the word Shechacha means cools down, this implies during the Mabu as well, the waters were boiling hot and later cooled down. This is the change in nature that Rebbe Liezer referred to. Point number two, the Mishnah stated that the first of Tishrei is a Rosh Hashanah for Yerakos, vegetables. The Gemara here brings a related price to the taught that the first of Tishrei is Rosh Hashanah for Yerakos, or Maestros, or Nadarim, for vegetables, Maestros, and vows. The Gemara asks that since it's presumed that Yerakos means that it begins the year for Maestro Yarak, the vegetable tithe, why was it necessary to mention it? Hainu Maestros. That's the same thing as saying that it begins the year for Maestros. The Gemara answers that they are not synonymous. The Brisa first teaches that Tishrei begins the new year for the Durabanchiyuv of tithing vegetables, and then it teaches that it also begins the Durabanchiyuv of tithing grain. When the Gemara questions why the Brisa did not list the Durabanchiyuv first, and then the lesser cube of tithing vegetables second, it answers, Since the vegetable tithe is the Rabbanan, it's especially dear to the Tana, so he mentions it first. The Tana of our Mishnah only mentioned the Rabbanan, but Kosha came to Raisa and relied on her own reasoning that certainly the same applies to grain, whose tithing is a Raisa. And point number three, the more digresses to inquire after the source of the rule that in the third and sixth year of the Shemitah cycle, there is no chiv to take Maisha Shani. Rabbi Shubin Levi said, the Torah says, When you have finished tithing every tithe of your produce in the third year, the year of the tithe. The use of the singular tithe in this last phrase indicates that this is Shana a year that is subject to only one tithe of two, referring to Maisha Rishon and Maisha Shani, which are required in other years. Now, how is that? It's subject to Maisha Rishon and Maisha Ani, and Maisha Shani is Bato. Or perhaps my Rishon shall also be battle, leaving only my Ani. The Torah therefore states elsewhere regarding my Rishon, and to the Levim shall you speak, and you shall say to them, When you take from Bnei Israel that Miser, that I have given to you from them as your inheritance. The Torah makes Akash of my Rishon to inheritance. Just as inheritance has no interruption, so to my Rishon has no interruption, but is received by the Levi every year in the Shemitah cycle. All right, so now we go to our Simmer Daf Yud Base, and our standard simon is 12 brothers, 12 brothers. So here goes. As one brother played with his remote control boat in a boiling cauldron of hot water, his 11 brothers are busy taking Meister from their beloved vegetables, while standing under a big sign reminding them not to take Meister Shani in the third and sixth years. Once again, in slow motion. As one brother, one brother of 12, 12 brothers, that must be one Daf Yud Base. As one brother played with his remote control boat, in a boiling cauldron of hot water, which reminds us that according to Belezer, the change in nature during the Mabul is that they were punished with boiling water since they sinned with a boiling substance, meaning semen, and this is learned from the word shachacha mentioned by the Mabul, which means subsided, and by Megillus Esther with Bahamas Amel, shachacha, the anger of the king cooled down. So, as one of the brothers played with his remote control boat in a boiling cauldron of hot water, his eleven brothers were busy taking Meiser from their beloved vegetables, which reminds us that Bryson mentioned the Tishrei is Rosh Hashanah for both the Durban of tithing vegetables and for Darais of Meisras. He mentioned Meiser Yark first, since it's Chavi to him because it's a Durbanan. So, as one brother played with his remote control boat in a boiling cauldron of hot water, his eleven brothers were busy taking Meiser from their beloved vegetables, while standing under a big sign reminding them not to take Meisr Shani in the third and sixth years. Which reminds us, the Gemara brings a source that there's no he of a Meisr Shani in the third and sixth year of the Shemitah cycle, but the Pasuk said Shnasa Meisr, referring to only one Meisr, and not the typical two of Meisr Rishon and Meisr Shani. We know that Meisr Rishon is always broad, based on a Hekish of Meisr Rishon to Nachala, just 
as an inheritance has no interruption, so to Maiserishon has no interruption, but is received by the Levi every year in the Shemitah cycle. So once again, as one brother played with his remote-controlled boat in a boiling cauldron of hot water, his eleven brothers were busy taking Meiser from their beloved vegetables, while standing under a big sign reminding them not to take Meiser Shani in the third and six years. All right, now it's time to go to our four-block back Chazara. Dav Ches, so the simmer Dav Ches is Chala. See, here goes. The special Chala, Chala, that must be more Dav Ches. The special Chala served at the Rosh Hashanah meal, marking the seasons and day of judgment, which reminds us we have three different Pshatim for what the meaning is, that the first of Tishrei is Rosh Hashanah for Shanim for years. It's either for Staros, for Tukufo seasons, or for Din. The Makor that it's for Din, for judgment, is from the Pasuk, Mereshi Zashana, Badakrishana. The eyes of Hashem are on it, meaning Eretz Yisrael, from the beginning of the year until the end of the year. This means, Mereshi Shana Nidon, Mayyebasofa. From the beginning of the year, judgment is issued regarding what will occur at the end. So, the special challah served at the Rosh Hashanah meal, marking the seasons and day of judgment, was baked in the shape of a shofar in front of a covered moon, which reminds us the Gemara continues and asks how we know that the Pasuk, Mereshi Hashanah Ba'adach Rishana, is referring to Tishrei and answers, for it's written, Tiko B'chosh Shofar, Bechesel Yom Chagene, blow Shofar at the moon's renewal, when the moon is covered on our festive day. Now, on which Chag is the moon covered? You must say that this is Rosh Hashanah, for Rosh Hashanah is the only Chag that falls at the beginning of the month when the moon is hidden from view. And it's written in the next Pasuk, Ki Chok Yisrael Hu, Mishpat Oloke Yaakov, because it's a statute for Yisrael, a judgment day until the God of Yaakov. We therefore see that Rosh Hashanah is a day of judgment. So the special Chalas served at the Rosh Hashanah meal, marking the seasons and day of judgment, was baked in the shape of a shofar in front of a covered moon, and was presented on a platter inscribed, Happy Start of Yovel Year, to liberated servants wearing crowns on their head. Which reminds us, the Mishnah stated that the first of Tishrei is the Rosh Hashanah for Yovel, is the Yovel years. They were asked how this can be, but the Rosh Hashanah for Yovel is on the tenth of Tishrei, which is Yom Kippur. The Torah therefore states, V'kidash Mishnah Hamishim, You shall sanctify the fiftieth year, Melamed, Shemizkadeshes Vaholechiz Mitchilaso. This teaches that the year becomes sanctified from its beginning meaning, from the first of Tishrei. From the first of Tishrei, it was forbidden to work the land, and while slaves could not yet return to their homes, they were not enslaved to their masters. Rather, they would eat and drink and rejoice with crowns on their head. Top test. So the simmer top test is a teapot. So here goes. Look at all the ladies who had a tea party. Tea party. That must be on top test. Teapot. Look at all the ladies who had a tea party when they put down their plows before the Shemitah began to be Mosif Mechol Kodesh, which reminds us we have Mechol regarding the source for Mosif Mechol Kodesh. Rabbi Kiva learns it from Bukhar Shibakatsir Tishbos, which he says applies to the Shemitah year. Since we already know that agricultural work cannot be done during Shviz, based on the Pasuk Sadachal Sisra, he applies it to before and after Shviz, that one must desist even at the planning of the year before the seventh, whose benefit enters in the seventh, and that one must prescribe Kedusha Shviz to the reapings of the seventh year produce, whose growth continues into the year after the seventh. Rabbi Shmuel, who interprets this Pasuk as discussing Shabbos, learns the principle of Mosif Michal Kodesh from the Pasuk dealing with fasting on Yom Kippur. So the little old ladies who had a tea party when they put down their plows before the Shemitah year began to be Mosif Michal Kodesh, chattering that they overheard Yom will begin even if they don't abandon their field to its ancestral owners, which reminds us, we have a Malchus regarding the criteria for Yovel to take effect. Rabbi Yudah says, it will take effect even if the people do not abandon their fields to their ancestral owners, and even if they do not sound the shofar, but will not take effect if they do not free their slaves. Rabbi Yossi says it will take effect even if people do not abandon their fields to their ancestral owners, nor free their slaves, 
It will not take effect if they do not sound the shofar. And two reasons are given. So the little old ladies who had a tea party, when they put down their plows before the Shemitah began to be Mosi Michol al-Kodesh, chattering that they overheard Yom will begin, even if they don't abandon their field to its ancestral owners, couldn't believe it when they heard that even people in Chutzlart were freeing their slaves. Which reminds us that the Chavim say that all three elements are essential for Yovel to take effect. The exclusionary term Yovel has come to teach that the laws of Yovel are in effect even outside of Eretz Yisrael and people must free their slaves. That is, if in Eretz Yisrael they are freeing their slaves. Daf Yud. So the term Daf Yud is a minion of Yidin. So here it goes. The minion of Batis. Minion. That must be more in Daf Yud. The minion of Batis who knew that all of fruit on a tree could still be prohibited in the fourth year, which reminds us that the source of the Orla and Revive prohibitions are extended into the fourth and fifth year, is that after saying that the fruit of a tree's first three years is Orla, the Pusik states, Ubashana Haravis, and in the fourth year. And after presenting the fourth year's Revive prohibition, it states, Ubashana Hamishis, and in the fifth year. These connective phrases through the letter Vav connect the fourth year to Orla and the fifth year to Revive. So the minion of botanists who knew the Orla fruit on tree could still be prohibited in the fourth year planted the new sapling 30 days prior to Rosh Hashanah so that it would take hold and count as one year. Which reminds us, it was Tom and Bryce regarding one who plants a tree or bends a vine into the ground or grafts a branch onto an existing tree in the year before Shemitah, 30 days before Rosh Hashanah, when Rosh Hashanah arrives, is considered a full year with regard to Orla. The Gemara suggests that the Bryce, which says that it must be a full 30 days before Rosh Hashanah in order to be considered a full year, is not in accordance with Rimer, who said Yom Echa B'Shana that a single day in a year is legally regarded as a full year. After extensive analysis, the Gemara will conclude that the Brisa is in accordance with Rimer. And when the Torah states that the tree must be planted 30 days before Shoshana, it's Laklita, discussing the period needed for the tree to take hold. So the minion of botanists who knew that oil of fruit on a tree could still be prohibited in the fourth year, planted the new sapling 30 days prior to Shoshana, so that it would take hold and count as one year, right next to their shrubbery sculpture illustrating which historical events occurred. In Nisan versus Tishrei. Which reminds me of the Malkus from Rabbi Yeshua regarding which month the creation of the world took place in, as well as other historical events. Was it in Nisan or Tishrei? Daf Yudolf. So the similar Daf Yudolf is stars. So here goes. The stars, stars. That must be more in Daf Yudolf. The stars twinkling over the earth that was covered in vegetation and laden with fruit, which reminds us with Malkokus when the world was created. Rabbi Yeshua says, we know the world was created in Tishrei for the Pusik states, eights pre, when the land is laden with fruits which is Tishri, whereas Rabbi Shua says, we know it's created Nisan for the another Pasuk states, it's Osapri, when the earth has trees producing fruit, which is Nisan. So the stars twinkling over the earth that was covered in vegetation and laden with fruit, and that were named after Tzaddikim that died on the same day they were born, which reminds us that we learned that each one holds the Elvis died in the month that they were born, for it's David Yomer Alem ben Yom. And he, Moshe, said to them, I'm 120 years old today. So why does the Torah add the word today? To teach the motion meant to say the following, Today my days and years are full. This comes to teach you that Kosh Baruch who sits and makes full the years of Tzaddikim from day to day and from month to month. So the stars twinkling over the earth that was covered in vegetation and laden with fruit and that were named after the Tzaddikim that died on the same day they were born. Nula Mabu was coming when they noticed that Mazakim was coming up in the daytime and missing two stars. Which reminds us, the Malchokas regarding when the Mabul started is based upon the earlier Malchokas regarding when the world was created. The Pusik states that the Mabul began in the 600th year and Noah's life in the second month on the 17th day of the month. Now which month is the second month? According to Rebbe Lezer, since the world was created in Tishrei, the second month is Mar Cheshvan. And according to Rebbe Yeshua, who holds the world was created in Nisan, the second month is Iyar. 
Both agree that Akash Baruch Hu brought the Mazal Kima up at that time and took two stars from Kima and brought the Mabul to the world. Are right, that concludes today's shir. This is Rabbi Avram Golden Zichur wishing a great day and great learning.